Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. There's a coastal area of this land where giant crabs roam. I've always wanted to go out there and see the giant crabs. There is this inequality, Bertram between that which is organic, filled with blood. And he pokes at Eloy, who cries out again in pain. As everything is like starting to burn and everything's going nuts and I have a little bit of a lead, I just start sprinting. Just get in the back of the wagon, Pappy, and then we'll be back in a little bit. And if anything weird happens, you just cause a ruckus and we'll come. Nips and Richardson. Yep. The, the, the town guards. and dicks. The town guards. <laughs> You see drawings of mech suits designed to harm. You hear a boom. This flare is definitely one that is meant to draw and attract attention. It is the year 80, Bertram, and you have now enjoyed the last five years on the Featherfoot Manor with Eloy in relative ease and comfort. In fact, Eloy has called these past five years her golden age with you. It's only every so often that you hear Eloy cry out at night with night terrors, reliving that horrible episode five years ago with the Morlocks. And especially when the new moon comes around, because the entire world is in darkness. And to her, darkness reminds her of these Morlocks, of 802-701. But other than that, it's, it's full of brightness and light. And right now, you and Eloy are sitting on the lawn overlooking the rear grounds. And in front of you wander giant crabs that you have brought in. She looks over at you, Bertram, with just a faint smile on her face that only widens, looking at, at your eyes taking in these giant crabs for the first time. And she tentatively asks, do, do, do you like them? Is it, was it a bit overkill, Bertram? I mean, you, you said they were large crabs. I don't know what I was thinking because well, I, these I are certainly large. Giants. I didn't think they would be Yes, I, I did say giant large. crabs. Oh, giant yeah. crabs. Yes. Giant, giant. Yeah. You know, you hear a thing and you think like, oh, a giant crab. It's like the size of a lamp, not the size of a, like a house. These things are massive, but they are beautiful. Uh, what especially draws you to them? What, what about them uh, do you find so fascinating? I think it's just the total absurdity of it. It's usually these tiny creatures that, are just so fascinating to look at and, and kind of laugh at. And they have these hard carapaces that, that keep them so well protected. And I wonder what that's like to just have like a hard exterior, hard to break into, hard to harm. And she kind of chuckles to herself and that chuckle kind of breaks off in a little bit of a hacking cough. Um, and you see her kind of quickly wipe at her mouth the blood that had kind of trickled out of it. And she looks down at it concernedly. 
but this has been something that has been happening on and off for the past few years or so. And it's, it's nothing new considering your history with Eloy and understanding just the sicknesses that come and go. Yeah. I, I, I catch that. And I think I'm choosing to believe that we're laying maybe nearby, um, the graves of Arthur Jane. Was it Weena? Was mm-hmm. Weena? And mm-hmm. then, and then, and then Edgar as well, <laughs> but not Mr. Morlock. He is, uh, he is ashes. Yeah, uh, he's decimated. That, uh, yeah, okay. And I could see, I, I know how I am, Adam is, with like big dogs that come up to me. And you're like, ah. I could see big crabs coming near me. And it's like, okay, uh, okay, good, good crab. A good giant crab. Um, and kind of ushering it away, trying to kind of push it away a little bit. <laughs> and then kind of clocking, like you said, the, the blood on her hand. Is it happening more and more these days? It seems to be getting worse. <sighs> it's different. I, I don't know. Ever since... Ever since that, that night, it's like something has been unlocked. And I don't know. And she, she looks at the ground and then looks off at the a nearby crab, which is now kind of like toying with some of the shrubbery that you had. Like, you've... you've taking up this interest in like topiaries um and it's just you see it take the it's it's large claws and snip off the head of this um this satyr that you had carved so neatly into the shrubbery goody i've only been working on that for years oh fantastic (laughs) one of its eyes kind of swivel towards you and then blink slowly almost as if it's (laughs) winking and then it totters off to the side um slightly shaking the ground as it goes have you done I've I've noticed as when you've been uh, then the the evenings when you cry out for help from your nightmares, I've noticed flickerings and extra, just strange things happening whenever you're in pain. I know that that I won't speak its name, but mentioned that they thought there might be something special about. Your blood, maybe? Did you have any idea of, of what that means? Or have you done any research? Have, have your doctors said anything? I did write to them. And they sent back some information that I guess they never saw need to share with me before. But then that led me into my father's collection of histories and annals and I, I did uncover some interesting things, one of which was my mother, she, she had magic in her blood. She came from a line of sorcerers, so... You're a sorcerer? And you've I never known this? Yes, I, I don't know, but looking at, at the doctor's notes, it looks like that's the only reason why I've even made it this long. That whatever oh. is coalescing into my blood, whatever that, and her eyes darken for a bit, whatever that creature was trying to get out of me or test on me, it's what's been preserving me. Hmm. So I think maybe in some moments of desperation or heightened pain or anything, it's making sense why it's coming out, but I'm, I'm kind of curious because i don't know how how long i have on this on this on this side of existence i, oh, I don't you've know you've been saying that for years i'm well, sure that's, you have that's just been my enough. life you know I, I know i say that a lot i guess that's just my reality bertram mm. but it is i mean if i'm looking at this and she sweeps her hands across the vista in front of you and seeing just the ab- absurd funny little thing that is these giant crabs what else can we just enjoy and what else can we do so i don't know do you want to do you want to see what i can do and maybe even see if this is something where maybe my blood can do more than just keep me alive like a fancy blood sack i mean clearly it can i mean i've seen a few things you've done 
I don't know how I you... I know, you described what you saw it. that night. It makes no sense. Bubbles coming out of my mouth? Rainbow bubbles and lasers through your fingers. It was frightening and amazing all at once. How do you, how do you hone these powers? How do you... I, I have only read a little bit about sorcery, but... I don't, I don't know, but there's something intuitive about it. It's not really something I learn or I, I have somebody do it for me or through me. It, it comes from within. Hmm. So I think that's something that we can... I mean, we, we have time here. Uh, we, I, I'd rather focus on that because I also was doing some other research on, on my father. I wanted to know more about him and, well... I don't know. It looks like, it looks like Morlock took my father's money and have has had no results. We don't really have too much left. I don't have any interest on pursuing this shoe line for my family. I, I'm not a business mogul. I just, I want to actually enjoy life for me, for once, and I think I'd like to enjoy it with you and see you enjoy it too. I don't want you to just. Be my butler. I, I, I want to enjoy life together. But sell the Featherfoot footwear line? Are you sure? Yeah. There are buyers. There are those interested. I want you to be happy. So whatever you do, I will, I will support. You have my support. Thank you, Bertram. Now, let's continue this conversation later. Hey, you! Hey, you! You there! No, no, do not touch the dandelions! I told you stay away from the dandelions! And, and this I, scene- I rush off, I put her off and try to <laughs> shoo them away wait, from wait, my wait, other Whoa, 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 whoa. I got questions. And my question is, why is Bertram protecting a weed, i.e. dandelions? <gasps> How dare you! It's just because very they are they are her favorite flowers. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, there we go. I I was really hoping I'd catch Adam being like, "I just thought of a flower," and I was like, "Ha You thought of a weed," and then it didn't go very well for me. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> I've worked on my backstory. Yeah. So she, yeah, she loves she loves dandelions. Um, they're um, overlooked. They're they're called a weed, but they actually have very useful properties and uh, are really good for the earth and even when uh fun fact about dandelions even when most other flowers fail in winter they per- they continue to be hardy enough to provide a food source for pollinators mm. hey so they, we left also a determine- fun fact yeah. i just found out at 36 years of age two days ago that the little yellow flowers turn into the white flowers that you blow. They're both dandelions. Ah. I thought those were different flowers. I thought those little white ones just grew white that you just blew. I didn't know that those That's, were like the dried husked versions yeah, of the yellow ones. Comes out. What oh, an adorable shoot. thing to learn as an adult. I just I learned that. Know she that. said that and I was like, oh shit, they are always right by wow, each other. Wow, you guys, why have you never inspected dandelions more closely? I grew up in the know. desert. Did. We didn't have dandelions. All right. You actually, that's a very good reason. Bertram, the two of you pass the rest of that day much in the same leisurely manner. You every so often tut-tutting at these uh, large creatures, getting a little bit too close to your, to your favorite things in the garden, and Eloy chuckling along softly at, at your antics. Uh, and as the day winds down, uh, you come back with uh, a tray of tea, uh, and Eloy, you're glad to find, is now fast asleep. And so you carefully wrap her in a blanket and sit down beside her to wait for the moonrise. The hillside is quiet and deserted, but from the black of the wood, there comes now and then a stir of living things. Above you shine the stars, for the night is very clear. You feel a certain sense of friendly comfort in their twinkling. All the old constellations have gone from the sky, however. That slow movement, which is imperceptible in a hundred human lifetimes, have long since rearranged them in unfamiliar groupings. But the galaxy, it seems to you, is still the same tattered streamer of stardust as of yore. And amid all these scintillating points of light, one bright planet shines kindly and steadily like the face of an old friend.
Eowyn and Penny, we now come back to the present time. And where we left off, there is now a flare, like a bright red star in the sky. Uh, and the two of you are in different parts of the bugbear ganoush, both of whom, uh, both of you are, are now uh, cowering or hiding at the site. So what do you want to do? I'm still oh, up in the room, right? Like I just heard. Mm-hmm. You're heard in the room flare. and then uh, Penny oh, is Penny. on the terrace. Penny mm-hmm. is mad at herself that they didn't come up with a, if shit hits the fan, where do we meet plan next yeah. time? Got to do it. Got to do it. Definitely. Um, Penny dropped all her drinks. So Penny is going to say, is trying to pick up the mess really quickly and using that moment to kind of gather herself and think about it. Um, she's going to pop up and look at her customers and be like, pardon me, going to go refresh these drinks as she holds like shattered glass on her tray. And, is and going you, to you run see some of them are only like half paying attention to you, but they're really like also just held by the sight of the, the flare, which is still kind of floating in slow motion in the sky. Do they all think it's like a fireworks show or something? Uh, if some of them do. Yeah, you hear one of the women <laughs> who's getting a little bit tipsy by now going, woo! So you know, you, there's always a woo girl. When ah. the woos come out, you know, they know the girls are getting The getting woos loose. come out when the boos come out. <laughs> all right so penny's gonna hightail it down to the basement which is where we were meeting with mrs watch it originally to change out the glasses and hopefully find a win okay yeah a win i think in that moment so did i find the plans or am i just in you did and you swiped them by now too okay great yeah so yeah you're holding them awesome um i think there's this moment where a win a win's current instinct is to just burn the place down like he's like he, well because i mean like we're at we're like going to war with the spotted hand and so there's this there's this instinct in him that would be like cause as much ruckus as much pain as possible you know we've already infiltrated mrs hatchet mrs Watchit, and uh now i'm i'm thinking to myself okay boom but then I think there's a moment when he is about to just go ape shit on this room. And he remembers like Archdruid Waldo and the tenants of the Druid. And the Druid is always like, do no harm, leave no trace. Right? Just keep it clean, Mm. keep it natural. And so in this kind of mode of, especially with Druid's affinity towards the city, I think he's taking a second thought about what he's going to do here. Um, and so we're, I'm actually going to leave it up to chance. Um, 50, 50, oh. if I roll. Okay. But I, Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah. You have that. Okay. Yeah. I want you to call it. Uh, what's, what's, uh, above 10 going to be burn the place down or is, is above 10 going to be run away? Leave no trace. Uh, above 10 is going to be burn it down. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. It's a two leave no trace, baby. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sleek out the door, shut it tight, and I'm gonna pack away uh, these plans in one of my larger cargo pockets. Nice. And I'll probably slip down out at the back as well. I'm gonna go like back out the way I came in and try to like kind of retrace retrace my steps. Wait, I'm sorry. You said this is gonna be a digression, but I have to dive into this. You said cargo pockets. Oh, I yeah. know you have different clothes than this, but are you wearing cargo pants? Uh, no, I'm wearing a jumper, but it has a lot of pockets. But it, it's like the jumper bo- bottoms are like cargo pants. It, yeah, if cargo pants had like it, not just one pocket, but like the whole pant was those pockets. I mean, I've had a few cargo. I had cargo pants in high school and they definitely had that. Does it have the strap? Like the extra weird strap on the side? For yeah, no yeah, yeah, for sure. But you know how in to cargo pants. To the legs, you know? Yeah, in cargo pants, there's like it. It's just the one pocket. There's probably like 40 or 50 of these big pockets all over his clothes. I finally understand. How many of these pockets on you are holding teeth right now? Mm. Oh my God, just rattling around. There's at least two or three pockets that are dedicated. There's a molar pocket. There's a uh, a canine pocket. You know, I'm ready. You need to give him disadvantage for any time he is sneaking for how much he must be rattling. I get like, naked sometimes clanking. too. Okay. He's clink-a-clanking. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Back to this. Shopping. I just suddenly had a visual I really needed to explore. I appreciate that. I think pe- don't, people don't appreciate anyone's pocket ability. 
so the, you don't have a backpack. Two... You just carry all of your I weapons and your potions <laughs> and everything in your pockets. <laughs> That's exactly right. My staff, I just fucking pull out of the back of my pants. <laughs> it's collapsible. It's like a pool cue. When, just a pack. when you are the pack, the two of you arrive into the the kitchen prep area uh, and and the adjoining storage area as well at the same time. And the, the young boy who you were talking to earlier sees you come back in Penny and says, Hey, uh, so, 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 so what's the, what's the, pro- everybody's talking about something being lit up outside, like some, some fireworks. Uh, yeah, no, nothing to see here. Totally normal. Just some fire, just some people having yeah, a good time. I heard. Y- yeah. You know I like heard. hell that is. Okay. You, we, we kind of already are simpatico. I know who you are actually. Um, by the way, someone just dropped off some flyers up front uh, with uh, your likenesses on it. This is just, that's going to be with passed out around upstairs. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? No, not, not nips and dicks. <laughs> the, the other face you showed me, you know, the, the, and he like waves his hand in front of his face up and down Shake as and if bake. he's like just changing now faces. In the last episode, Kimmy, you, for a second, you, you dropped your facade and you showed yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out. Right. Right. Totally this kid and then you put genuinely Jessica knows back who on. the two of you are. Yeah. No, sorry. It was a bold do move. We, bold move. Do we have any of these? Uh, Penny just goes, do you have any of these flyers? Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Watcha dropped off a few back here uh, and he grabs one and it's the two of you um, and Bertram. But. Uh, something is slightly off for each of you. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Penny um, just immediately goes like, those are not my ears in any way, shape, or form. Uh, eh, I mean, maybe you could use that to your advantage. And he points it at you, um, Awen. He's like, yeah, I, could, I mean, you, this one, you look like you have a big-ass snozz, and I can tell you don't really. So, I mean... Listen here, Han- handsome devil, right here. That's a sexy. That's a sexy. I don't see man. your your third person. Right uh, I don't see. I don't see your third person right here. But he looks tiny. Oh yeah, we <laughs> keep in him pocket? in our pocket. That's right. He's in okay. there. Just yeah, yeah, around. little. He's a little guy. Little, little. Uh, lost in little the cargo shorts. Well. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's just missing like half of his legs or something. I don't know. Uh, but the, the and so he's like, yeah, these are going around town now. So great. Great. We, we, cool. Where where is your so is your buddy actually in your pocket? Like I'm not I'm not joking, you guys. Like where where is he? Yeah, he's in no, my he's uh, in my he's, pocket. He's in my pocket. I mean, Come yes, Penny. He's in okay, the pocket. That's good, you're gonna wanna <laughs> Who are you? Why are we talking to you right now, Penny? Let's get out of here. All right. Who is this dweeb? All right. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. Hey, hey! And he he takes the the ladle that he'd been stirring with, and he like gestures at you, and some of like the the spicy sauce like flings onto your outfit. He's like, hey, I've been helping you too. All right. And I, I, Don't forget who taught you with that side. recipe for the sauce. Giuseppe. Right. Penny gets in between the kid and Awen and says, Awen, cool it. We're getting out of here. She turns to the kid and she goes, You don't <laughs> yeah. tell anyone we were here. Thank you for your help. The moment you can, get out of here. Go southwest. Go to the house built in the trees. Tell them you know us. Penny. Who are them? Them? I are you talking about? I walk. I about walk M? out of the room. Are you talking about M? Oh my god! Yes. Okay, as you're walking around the room, he he grabs you by the shoulder, uh, Penny, and he's like, "Look, just if you find Banquo, just make sure he's all right, man. He's one of my best friends. Yeah. We'll okay. We'll take care of it. The soonest you can, get out of here. And then a- then Penny looks at Awen and she's like, "Got your shit together yet? Let's go!" I and then the head walks out the door. <laughs> He's ahead of you. Did you say this? <laughs> oh, you already gone. You Fair say enough. that to a ghost because I'm gone. Fair enough. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't visualize him correctly. <laughs> Penny then turns and follows Awen <laughs> out the door. Oh yes. I still um, like that almost as if you're saving face. Like it wants you want to still remain in charge verbally. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, Awen. that's right. I said go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Do what I asked you to initiative. do. Get out of here. All right. And then Penny walks out and then catches up to Awen and says, "Stop being such an ass to the people who are helping us." Listen, why you got to tell everybody our secrets and shit? That kid, we, the kid already knew you our almost, secrets. You, he was you, already in on the secrets. This was like the third secret we told him. He didn't know where He's Bertram good. was. You're about to tell him where fucking Bertram was. And probably that we got I a robot. I was where Bertram was. I was telling him where he could get Listen, help. He's a kid. Penny, 
You Amen. got some loose lips. Okay, I'm not trying to have my I have sun- loose lips? sunk ship. Okay, yeah, loose All lips, right. Mickey. Trying to give our only hearthstone out to an enemy. I misunderstood how that worked, and I don't like that you're holding that <laughs> against me. Listen, just because I killed your fate, your magic dog, you, you've had it out for trying me to ever since. We're trying rabbits. to move. I've been trying to move past that A1, and I would like it if you didn't bring it up. Well, All I'm saying is, I don't know if I want to work with someone who's mean to kids. Come on, man. Let's just get your shit together. Let's get out of here. I'm sorry. I had a lot of trauma as a child. I'm dealing with it in my own way, Penny. Fuck You're taking kids. a long time. Fuck That's all kids, I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> We're all on our own path, right? Okay. Penny, wait, Penny, just Penny, rolls Penny, listen, this listen, mother, I'm, this mother with like a group of like five children goes, oh, and like she like hurries them away. It's like, come along, children, come along. <laughs> Penny, 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 Penny. I'm sorry. I, it was kind of hot in there. I get real bitchy when I get hot. Um, all right, Giuseppe. That kid had a punk face. Okay, let's just go get Bertram. Let's just get Bertram. You see that the front gate has been completely closed and then barred up, and it has uh, a few new guards stationed on the inside of it. So whereas most of the most of like the uh, the regular kind of like just run of the mill folk running around are are, you know kind of looking up in the sky and they don't seem alarmed, they kind of seem amused. Um, Those that are clad in anything that looks official with armor, um, like they belong to working for this city, um, are on alert. Uh, You see not only guards stationed at the uh, gate, which squinting, you recognize the poster that uh, that one kid gave you as well with your likenesses on it or your sort of likenesses. And uh, you you see to them kind of like just rushing around looking and, and grabbing and looking in small spaces around some of the, the nearby shops out on the outskirts of the city. Kind of like they're on the outside moving in. Got it. Question. I look like Jessica right now and Awen looks, looks like, like Awen, right? Awen th- looks like Richardson. Oh yeah. yeah Cause he he's able to change his, his look too. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we don't, at least we don't look like ourselves. Um, I would like to use city secrets to find another way to get out of the city. Yes. As I understand oh. city secrets, it is not an action necessarily. What it says is basically I can travel between two locations in a city twice as fast as my speed would normally allow. So it's not an action. It's more of just I can get from A to B quickly. A mechanic. But are we interested in potentially using this as a role thing where I try to get us in a different, I try to find and perceive a different way out than that moat? I will give you choices. Okay. Uh, so with, with your understanding of a city layout similar to this and what your, a character of your background would have been noticing as you were wandering through, you see two ways potentially out. Okay. You spy a grating along the wall that you know leads to the outer embankment where you see the rush, where you saw the rushing river, um, sort of as a, a, a sewage system. Mm-hmm. You also see, uh, because this is technically where your eyes tend to stray very easily, you see that there is an easily accessible grouping of rooftops near the front gate uh, that make an easy access to uh, jumping across and over. Hmm. Okay. So do you want to go over? Do you want to go under? Or do you want to say, hey, DM, (laughs) I got an interesting third option for you. Check this out. And Mm -hmm. I'm all ears. Um, Awen, is he able, I've known druids who can basically take on the form of any animal they wish that they've seen. Is that something Awen is able to do? Yeah. Yeah. Wild sheep. I can do that. Oh, you can do any animal that you've seen? I thought it was like you had like three or four animals. Oh, I can do any <laughs> animal that I've seen up to a certain challenge rating. Up to, I think I'm oh, half. Oh, okay. that's cool. I didn't know that. Because one of the few times that's why I asked if I, could, if I had ever seen a velociraptor before. Because <laughs> 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 they're the one that one weekend when you and your family went to Jurassic Park. That's right. And then yeah. <laughs> All right. Penny's eyes will go up to the sky and we'll see the rooftops. And that is definitely her comfort level in these moments. Um, so she's going to look over at Awen and say, Look, we got to get out of here. I think I see a way. And she's going to point at the roofs and she's like, you can do this as you 
you can do is visit something as wings. Either way, I think that's our best option. And she points at the rooftops that are basically hanging right over and jumping, would let them jump over the fence, the gate. Gate? As you're pointing Wall. up into the sky, uh, you know, where, well, you're pointing upwards toward the roofs, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're pointing um, kind of when you come back down, you, your eye line comes back down to the street level and you see a couple of these uh, soldiers, for lack of a better word, some of these, these watchmen mm-hmm. um, who are within your vicinity. They're about 20 feet away and they've noticed the two of you and they're eyeing Awen who is still as Richardson and a look of confusion crosses their faces and then they start to approach. I try to just walk past. Uh, as you do, uh, P- Penny, where, where are you going to be in this whole situation? We're trying to go up on the roof. You said. Yeah. Penny's going to follow a but Penny's also going to use sleight of hand to basically both palm a rock that's on the street and use it to basically use sleight of hand to throw it to break a window in a different direction from them in the hopes that it would distract the guards and they can get past them. Hell okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, roll for it. Roll for that sleight of hand. Okay. 28. <laughs> oh my god. Damn, son. <laughs> Damn, what's son. Your, I don't know why. Your, I, I've just never modifier? done a modifier. Do you have 10? Oh my God. Oh, I just have never figured out how to use sleight of hand. <laughs> All the time. All the time. My God. At this stage, yes, it is possible. Oh my God. Okay. Um, wow. You do that. Dex you, your score them. is hit 30. What, your score for Dex is 30? For sleight of hand specifically? I think there's like proficiency. double proficiency. Seems like a double proficiency. Yeah, you have an expertise. I don't remember how I got this math. I'll be the first. You picked up expertise in it, so I picked up expertise, and I know you. uh, Kate has checked these numbers since I did the. uh, uh, Since I did this, so Kate has affirmed these numbers. So why? You could question it. I have done it wrong twice now, but this is correct. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So actually, I wanted to. I want to retcon one thing. I don't palm it. I hacky sack it, basically. Okay, <laughs> so you kind of kick she's it between 19. your, your she's two good booted. She's nineteen. <laughs> oh my god, we haven't heard we that. Go. In a bit. I love there it. We go. Take a drink. Take a drink. I love it. You do. You do very quickly, like you know, between the two feet, and then you go behind, like over your shoulder and behind your back, and you boop, like just slightly kick it backwards, like a gazelle, mm-hmm. um, and then it goes soars into a nearby a window, uh, and you look over, it's like a, where a pottery shop is, and you hear this just clanking, 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 and just a bunch of things breaking on the inside, and this shout from within, um, and the, the two watchmen that were, were approaching you, Awen, uh, look that way quickly, and then looking back at you, one of them's like, hey, uh, uh, Richardson, see you at happy hour later. Uh, Good luck on the search. Gotta get them bastards. Fuck them, right? Fuck them. <laughs> and then they run off. Uh, then they <laughs> run off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the coast is clear for you guys. Uh, you can begin your ascent if you so wish. All right, Penny's gonna also shoulder check A1 a little bit and just say, you're welcome. And then get to, I'm assuming, the way I visualize this, Kate, and you would tell me how this is, but like, I imagine there's an alley where we can kind of be a little more incognito. And where we yes. can y- yeah, you're not going to just j- yeah, climb scale up the side, not going to Spider-Man this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Penny has a potion of climbing. She's going to look at Awen and say, can you be something that's good at climbing? I can, but I can climb real good. I'm pretty good at climbing. I've been out in the, Great. In the jungle and stuff <laughs> most of my life. Great. To your health. And then she tosses back a potion of climbing. Well, I am. Great. What does this potion of climbing do? What a good question. I've had it, I think, since Moby Let's Dick. Let me go. Uh, so I have no idea. Let's see. All the things I throw at you guys, <laughs> then they come and it's like, what did I give you? It well, I just like, I'm so bad at using things. Again, climbing uh, I claim, speed. Uh, equal to climbing one. speed equal to walking speed for one hour. That's cool. So during this time, you'd advantage on strength checks to make you climb. Okay. All right. Great. Great. So I'll, uh, so you guys can choose. Uh, you can roll for athletics, or I'm fine also with acrobatics. So, but since you drank this potion, you gotta do the athletics. Oh, I would love to be doing acrobatics instead. Uh, but you're right, I did it. Great, but so you downed it. <laughs> I did okay. down that thing. This actually is hurting me because I have a negative one in strength. So. <laughs> 
So this is going to be great. I'm glad I did this. <laughs> I was just so excited to use something. 21. You make it just, you, you swing up um, and using just the pure handholds of the crevices of the side of this uh, building, you, you heft yourself up onto the first one without even breaking a sweat. And you look back down at, at Penny, who has just finished chugging this and, and looking at the wall ahead of her. Gets ready to ascend. Well, I rolled a 20. <gasps> I have a negative one in strength, though. So is it a 19 or did I get a nat That's 20? A nat it doesn't 20. matter. Great. Nat, That's 20. A nat 20. You look up at him and uh, you, you kind of like just smash the, the bottle on the ground and then grabbing with, with one arm. You legless up onto it. Basically, you swing backwards up on and, and vaults next to him. I've always in wanted to legless something. Crouch. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you so much. Damn. Looking across, you guys, it looks like a, a, just a straight shot um, over the wall. I hop over. I'm trying to get to my friend Birdie. Looks like a straight shot. Can I roll perception and make sure? Probably smarter. Sure. Anyone's <laughs> anyone's just like bumping it. Twenty three. Damn, Lord, these rolls are. Incredible. It is, great roll it is very easy up until the very edge, and you notice that when you get to the outer edge wall, uh, that there is a uh, just this gap um, where you would have to make a jump onto a a boulder sticking up out of the river, and then across the side. So you need to be able to land on this thing. Well, so that is an athletics or an acrobatics check. Is, a- is Awen realizing this mid- Mid-air. <laughs> Mid-plummet. So, uh, <laughs> so I would say uh, go ahead and, and use athletics or uh, acrobatics. All right. That's an Let's eight. What's Awen going to do? It's a nine. It's a nine. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. All right. Make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. It's a six. <laughs> oh my god. You break both <laughs> your ankles. You, you, <laughs> no, you land you land on this this rock very like heavily, like with a, just a loud thud that even you can hear it from all the way up there, uh, Penny. And then trying to grasp onto its slick surface, you you fall oh, into no. the water. Oh no. All my pockets are wet. I asked if you could become something with wings. I can't fly. I'm not allowed yet. Oh, fair enough. Wall don't never let me fly. Wait, I did ask though. And you said yes. I was just trying to like look like <laughs> he some can. Kind of Does not mean he will? <laughs> Penny, go yeah, ahead and take your jump. I just wanted to seem jump. cool to you. <laughs> yes. I rolled a 13, a dexter, uh, acrobatics, 13. Yep. You land, you land very nimbly on this rock and then you see him start to float away down. Uh, so, and by this time too, the flare has finished its arc, um, and is just disintegrating. Uh, but you do from the direction of where, you know, uh, Bertram to be hid alongside Pappy, um, you do hear other voices. Shit. Okay. Um, Penny's going to pull up out her, her rope and try to throw some of it towards Awen so he can grab it. Great. Uh, for you, let's do an athletics check because uh, you're doing the throwing, and then we'll do an, a dexterity check for Awen to see if you can catch it in time. It's a ten. Mm, My eight. dex is great today. <laughs> you you throw that uh, just out in front of you, and it reaches, and you can see it just going through his fingers, but then it overshoots uh, Penny and splashes behind him, and so he goes straight past it. Ugh, dang. Okay. I'd like. You two boys are basically in peril right now. You got to figure out who do you love more. <laughs> oh my god! Can I use my thorn whip to like whip the side of the, the like a big like a like yeah. a tree stump or something to pull myself out? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do that. So you still, even when you're casting against an enemy, you still have to roll for that. No. Uh, so go ahead oh, and just I? make an attack roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, with thorn whip. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, twenty-five. Yeah, you do Nat that. 20. So it wraps around the edge of a boulder. Nat 20, great. Yeah, it wraps around the edge of a boulder and you're held tightly um, as the current fights against your body, but you are, you are not going any further and you hold on. Penny, you see him uh, no longer going down, so you're able to hop across onto 
um, the land side of this and uh, on the nearby side where the, the forest is covering up uh, Bertram and the sound of these voices coming from that area. Uh, Penny genuinely is looking towards the noise she's hearing in the forest and looking at, at Awen and she's being like, come on, we gotta go. All right, I'm getting out of here. Let's go. Let's go. Wait, wait. What do you think those voices are? I don't know. I, let's get, but we can get closer and figure it out. So she's going to start heading. She's heading into the forest. Um, she's going to use stealth for sure to kind of try to get closer without alerting them to her presence. But she's trying to go fast. I cast pass with. I'm choosing to. I, I'm choosing to believe that Awen is running with water sloshing in his eighty pocket. <laughs> <In> his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Slowly a cargo pants stand the metal divots goes on as it leaks out. Is it, water just <laughs> shooting out of the metal divots in the cargo pants? Yes. Oh, yes. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's Aaron, you look down at one of your pockets too, <laughs> it looks and like it's you got act- shot with a bunch of bullets <laughs> as streams of water are just like. Aaron, you look divots. down at like your breast pocket one, and uh, it you see like a little goldfish swimming around in there, like you yes. got your own little uh, little fish bowl. That's my man Gerald right there. <laughs> little mini biome. All right, so you're gonna pass without trace, so that's a plus ten for you, right? Yep, that's right everybody okay and then for your stealth to me it's already insane so both of you just go ahead and roll your stealth okay uh 21 Mm, listen the actual (laughs) number is 13 but i rolled a one (laughs) so that's on you (laughs) yeah we can still work with this that's fine Here's how it's going to go. Um, the two of you are coming from different angles in here. And so you're swooping in um, almost soundlessly weaving through uh, the bracken so that you're not making too much sound, Penny. Um, and you make it just to the edge of the sights. But over, over your shoulder, you hear this sloshing, squishing sound, um, just the squelches that is happening as, as Awen is trudging through the forest. And even though you can't see him, you hear it. And these fo- uh, the voices break off and then head towards the sound of where Awen is. Um, and Awen, you hear it coming closer to you, and you see uh, three of the guards, one of which is, uh, is Richardson, and they're looking around very confusedly, uh, and it's like, I, I, did you hear that creepy noise? It sounded, it sounded like a swamp monster coming out, but I, I, don't, I don't see shit around here. <laughs> and so they're all just kind of like scratching their head um, right in your vicinity. Uh, Penny, though, you're able to make it uh, to the area where you know that uh, Awen's basically Druidcraft um, covered uh, the, the wagon where uh, Pappy and Bertram are. And so you start to, to kind of try to uncover them. But before we resolve this, let's jump in time again. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. 
Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher at the break. And I'm here to say, well, hello there, sailor. We're glad you're here. Uh, it's it's awesome. I, I Really, we are so, so grateful that you are listening and staying with us. Uh, really, you guys mean the world to us, and especially when you leave us little comments either through the our email, which is show at gmail, or when you uh, say hi to us on Twitter, which our handle is show, or even when you leave, a, leave us a rating or review, which is wonderful. It's gold. We eat that up like honey giblets, whatever that is. Uh, but uh, as an independent podcast, the four of us that that create this podcast, create this story as it goes, it, it means the world to us. And so we, we do definitely pay attention. We eat your words up and we gobble them down and we digest them and it sustains us for that much more. So with that said, reach on out. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love to hear suggestions for future stories. We'd love to hear your crazy ideas for maybe magic items or NPC voices or even NPC names. Uh, we want to hear from you. So reach out to us. Leave a rating or review even wherever you're listening and go ahead and feel free to share this with a friend who may have no idea we are existing and we're about to be their new best literary buddy and join you on the journey. With that, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Bertram, we jump to year 95. The past 15 years for you has been really a montage of selling off items uh, to fund your lives together, your life together with Eloy. And uh, in fact, your, uh, your duties as a butler have, have really only been relegated to what you enjoy doing. And she, on purpose, has, has hired uh, human uh, servants. Uh, to to wait upon the two of you over the years, uh, so you you kind of see uh, a lot of the pieces that were in the green porcelain room mm. disappear over time as they are sold to to fund your life, uh, and uh, you have you see the the title and ownership of the Featherfoot's uh, company signed and given away. You facilitating that paperwork uh, with, of course, royalties and certain percentage of the ownership still retained by Eloy, but none of the business decisions um, and all that. We also see a montage over time of you and Eloy experimenting with her magic. Um, she, over these years, has really only been able to, to cast something at minimal levels a few times. You know, you've seen her disguise her face and try to mimic you, um, even turning into uh, different people from your pasts. Uh, you've seen her uh, cast uh, an illusion on the field as if there's now another crab next to the other ones. Uh, you, you've seen her even in one of her more painful moments on accidents uh, create just out of nowhere this moving ice sculpture of you. Um, and you, you grow fascinated with it. And it still has yet to to melt it still stands in the garden where it was still created as she was nearby having just this epileptic fit uh but other than that your attempts uh to create fruitful research on her her magic ability have really not done much more you have found out a lot in your research of how the magic in her blood works and you know so many more things about the mechanics of it. And even just from the medical aspect of, of prolonging her life, it's starting to, you're, you're seeing with, with sadness that it is losing its vitality. It's, it's losing its force. And so her body is becoming more and more weakened and withered. And the, the fits of pain and convulsions have been happening at a greater rate. Uh, but still, Whenever she's with you, you see just this, this peaceful mean about her. Uh, but yes, yeah, she has not been able to practically really do that much 
is spell work, conduct that magic at will. What, what, is, what is happening right now in this particular moment? Is she attempting to do something that's not working that well? Yeah, yeah she, she is in that green porcelain room with you, um, and it is much emptier here. And in her hands, she's holding this uh, small figurine of a, a mockingbird, um, and it had been uh, broken and dropped. Um, and you can see that there were some attempts at first of gluing it back together. But now she's trying to cast mending on it. And mm. so she's trying to, to kind of take the pieces and put them together. And just this sweat is breaking out on her brow. Her f- brow furrowed in consternation until finally she just stops and lays it gently on the floor. Yeah, I, I, I think I would, I, I would quickly kind of sweep in seeing her, her tiredness and frustration. And I would try and like hold her and gently kind of put her back, ease her back into a chair. Um, all right, that was that was a good try. Uh, please t- take a seat, take a breath. Don't exert yourself too much. Um, <laughs> it, that's uh, that's easier said than done these days, Bertram. But thank you. Now your your magic is 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 coming along, maybe not as smoothly or as quickly as we would like. I will say, I've been been doing a little research and. Oh, have a, you? <laughs> a lot of it I don't quite understand, obviously. Uh, but it seems like with blood magic, it is innate. It's raw to your being. Um, and so far you've been casting... Uh, it, it's, just, it's been very wild. And it's been out of your control. And it's been good or bad or all over the place, uh, up and down, left and right. It seems like a way to perhaps hone this magic to transfer it in a more orchestrated way, a more defined, honed-in way, you need something called a focus. It can be anything. It could be an item. It could be uh, a figurine. It It could be a remote control. It could be a flower. Uh, whatever you feels good in your hand and you, you can use and isn't, is lightweight and easy enough for you to wield, it, your blood magic will work its way through that and through the focus. Again, hence the name. It will focus your wild blood uh, magic through it. What, is there an item you think that, you would, that comes to mind that you would that you like the feel of in your hand already? She, she, she's kind of lost in thought at first. Then her eyes brighten. Yes, um, there is, there is something. It's something that I use, I've used often. I've had it since I can remember. It was, it was sent, it was part of the belongings that were sent with me as a baby to the facility. And it's something that will last. My quill, my, my mother's quill. Oh, oh wait, say say no more. Hold on one second. And I pull up a little bell and go <laughs> Nathaniel, Bertram. dear, can you come oh here? Gosh. Nathaniel, please. Mm, y- yes, uh, Mr. Bertram. Um Bertram is fine. Uh it's all right, Nathaniel. I understand. I understand the job too well. Could you do be a dear, please? Could you go to uh the ladies' room and gather her quill for us and bring it back? Post haste, please. Right away. As he as he leaves, I turn to Eloy. That Nathaniel isn't as good as me, but he's quite good. <laughs> no, he he isn't. He's not tall enough. I was just gonna say how tall is he? <laughs> <laughs> I like how like Bertram's nemesis over this thing has been a halfling. You know like, what? I didn't think about that. That is great. That um, is great. <laughs> she looks at, at at Nathaniel's retreating form and looks back at you, just eyebrow raised archly, and uh, she, she she chuckles to herself. Yeah, he is an a fine height. He's an average height. I mean, yes, slightly under six feet. You measured that. That was part. I don't know why you measured all of them. Because he was cheating with boots. You don't understand, Eloy. That is not true height. Anyways, (laughs) anyways, here here he comes. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, uh, Nathaniel. Now, now you can go go about your duties. Thank you so much, sir. 
And I take the quill and I put it and I place it. I, I, I open, I take her hand and open it up, palm up, and I gently kind of place the, I place the quill inside her hand and close her fingers around it and say, now try and do what you've been doing. Think whatever the way that you hone and focus that magic. Try and see this quill as an extension of your body. And try that mending spell one more time, please. She closes her eyes and breathes in and out, in and out, until it sounds just like an ocean of calm and tranquility. And opening her eyes, she goes through the somatic and the verbal components of it, and the mockingbird is whole, shining as if brand new, too. And a look of sheer and utter delight crosses her face. Um, and just, just almost like as if like this is more than she could have ever imagined at that moment. Bertram, that, wow, <laughs> this is, this is actually possible. Thank you. And she just like collapses into your just arms, just collapses into you. Um, and, and you can he- feel her kind of like tremors a little bit just from the, the heightened emotion a bit. And also just from like the exertion still um, from the end of the day. Um, and she, she kind of squeaks out. I think I'm ready to go to bed now, though. We jump back to to you, uh, Penny, and you have come back to this hiding place uh, where Bertram is at, and you can see that his, the the place has been sort of uh, kind of disturbed, and no sign of Pappy around. Um, and you can see Bertram's foot now completely visible, um, peeking out uh, from beneath the the foliage. All right. Penny immediately tries to rustle the foliage so his foot is covered again. Um, and then she's going, uh, she's going to try to find Pappy. Um, I'm going to roll. No! Oh, man. I'm, I'm there as well, right? Hmm? I'm, there, I'm, I'm there as well, right? You're uh, probably... No! You're th- about 30 feet away because you're where these guys are. You're like right in their vicinity. Um, so you can try to like sneak past them further, but you made enough sound. So you had to like go still while they're searching the areas around you. They can't see you, but they heard you. Kimmy, are you so pregnant that you can't bend over and pick up the dice? Not fully there, but like. Let's see it. Oh, you were. Yeah, there it is. I'm I'm third. I hit third trimester. I'm at 30 weeks tomorrow. So. Dang. Yep, yep. I've well, earned back the to, right to groan whenever yes. I have to move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're laughing at me. No, I dropped a water bottle and I tried to get it. My boss is like, it's gone now. Just give it up. And I was like, I need it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, just burn it. Yeah, it's done. Um, all right. Rolling perception. I rolled a 25. So do I see or do I have any sense of where Pappy went? You see his tracks. You see tracks that are definitely pappy-shaped. And right. they are headed off uh, into the woods in the direction, actually, weirdly enough, from where you came. And so we jump over to where you are, Awen. And what do you want to do at this point? Uh, you know, we, oh, man. These guys are actively searching within six feet of you, uh, but not able to see you, only able to have heard you at your entrance. But now you are completely stuck still. Can I see where um, Poppy's tracks are? You're welcome to roll uh, survival or perception. Okay. Uh, or even, hey, druid, you can roll nature. Okay. Okay. You're looking for, you're in nature. You are like ensconced in it. Why not? I'm good at that. Okay, wait, you said nature. What was the other one? I'll just nature, roll nature. survival, perception. Okay. okay. Oh, man. My rolls are, are tasty tonight. It's a five. I'm going to. Dude. I'm, it's t- I think you need to put some dice into jail. Gosh, truly. D and D Beyond. It's fake. It's fake news. These artificial rolls. Okay, I'd like to sneak. Sounds past. like someone needs to go to fan roll dice. Oh shoot! I heard that those roll really well. And if you use code Omamam at checkout, uh, guess who's been using her fan roll dice all night and getting Damn, great you've been rolls? It. Bwah, bwah, bwah. Bwah, 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 bwah. 
Okay. Uh, All right. Let's... I'm sneaking. <laughs> okay, you're sneaking. Yeah, because looking around you, you can't see. It's like a mess of tracks around you, especially from the most recently arrived guards. So you want to s- try and sneak onwards. That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. That's a nat yeah, 20. Yes. Great. Thank In you. fact, you, you're able to, with that, you are able to distract them. You take like a small pebble from nearby Ooh. and you, you throw it with a plum further into the opposite direction. And that sends them onwards, almost like just barking dogs, like this way, this way, this way. Um, and they completely just steal across. And as you turn to, to move towards where you know your, your hidden sight is, you almost like crash smack dab into Pappy, and he's looking down at you. Pappy. I sense a flare. There were people you don't like. I did good job. Yes or no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pappy, you did you did a good job, but now Pappy, did what happened to the, were those the people that we don't like? The ones that we're just here. Yes. Pappy did. Pappy did real good. Pappy, you are wonderful. Now let's get out of here. Did Bertram wait? Is did you see Bertram? Bertram is back. He's here. Bertram is still. I had. I directly head over to the to the prestidigitated wagon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you 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 see uh, Penny there. Uh, and it's still covered up. Uh, so with that, you guys are back at your your site. Uh, nobody seems to be in the immediate vicinity. You have your your horse to draw the carriage, basically. Uh, you guys ready to go? Thank God. Uh, Penny says that she sees Awen and Pappy. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Pappy did good job. I go yeah, up to Pappy. Pappy did a very good job. Thank you, Pappy. And I just like I just like rub some of my boiled linseed oil on all of his like exposed hinges. Pappy's so good. Pappy's so good. Pappy did a good right. job. Is this jizz. Just a little jizz. Just a little <laughs> jizz of oil there for you, Pappy. <laughs> Penny looks at Awen and says, yeah, I know you have to stable the horse. Let's stable him at the house. Let's go. All right, come on. And jumps into the uh, wagon. I hook, I say, Pappy, okay. All right, now, Pappy, let's get you hooked up. And can you go a little bit quicker? I can go up to 20% faster. All right, I like that. How many miles or kilometers an hour is that? You know what? It don't matter. Let's just get out of here. And I, <laughs> I just jump in the back. Do I see Bertram? Is he back he, there? He starts to jolt forward, and then he stops and slowly turns his uh, head back towards you, like an owl, where his body is facing <laughs> forward. It's just the head that's turning back towards you. Where am I going? Penny? <laughs> you give him directions? Me? I'm, yeah, I mean, where are we going? But. T- Southwest? I they said so we go to Southwest to find the house building the trees. I That's a good I don't point. know, you're you're a man of the woods. Well don't can't you find a house in trees faster than I would? Uh, well listen, you are very complimentary to me, uh, but let's see here. I go outside and I I'm more of an egalitarian, but that's fine. I look <laughs> I look up at the stars uh, <laughs> to see where Southwest is. That. <laughs> okay. Oh man. I have a built-in compass heading southwest now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. 
But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good. Their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.